Today's episode is sponsored by Liquid IV. I work out every week, so it's important to stay hydrated. Plus, on top of working out, I've got a three-year-old whose favorite after-meal activity is to run laps, like the little psychopath that she is. Clearly, I need all the hydration I can get. That's why I like to use Liquid IV for my workouts and just for my daily drinking. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. With three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. And I mean, yeah, vitamins and electrolytes are nice and all, but what about taste? They've got white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and my favorite, lemon lime. Tastes great to me. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code R slash at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code R slash at liquidiv.com. Today's episode is sponsored by ZocDoc. Life is full of compromise, but there's one thing in life that you should never compromise on, your own health. That's why I like to use ZocDoc to find the best doctors for me. That's how I found my personal doctor, as well as the pediatrician for my little girl. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. Once you find the doctor you want, you can book them immediately. No more awkwardly waiting on hold with a receptionist. My favorite thing is that you can see doctor reviews. I mean, who wants to go to a doctor who makes you sit alone in a room for an hour and then rushes out after barely speaking to you? I love using ZocDoc because, to be honest, it's easy and I'm lazy. Go to ZocDoc.com RS and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot slash R-S. ZocDoc.com slash RS. Welcome to r slash Am I the Butthole, where OP refuses to share his inheritance with his sister. Am I the butthole for taking the money my grandparents saved for college and agreeing with them that my half-sister isn't their grandkid? I'm 18, and when I was around 10, my mom cheated on my father and got pregnant. This resulted in my half-sister, Kathy. Soon after, my parents cut my grandparents out of our lives. My parents stayed together. I turned 18 three months ago and my grandparents reached out. They informed me over lunch that when Kathy was born, they made it clear that they do not see her as a grandkid. That she's the product of my mom cheating. My grandparents refused to make a college fund for Kathy and my parents cut them out due to this. My grandparents told me that I have a college fund from them and I decided to take it. I came home and kept this information to myself. Since then, I've been reconnecting with my grandparents, and things came to a head today. My parents learned who I was hanging out with. This resulted in an argument for taking the money when they shun Kathy. I told them they were right to not consider her a grandkid, and I told my parents, screw you for cutting them out of my life. My parents haven't talked to me since, and I'm doubting myself. Since it's been asked multiple times, Kathy's biological dad has partial custody. My dad never adopted her, which, according to some Redditors, means that the biological dad has to give up his rights. Okay, money issues are super, super simple. It's your grandparents' money. If they want to spend the money on just you, or just Kathy, or both you and Kathy, they have a right to spend it on whatever they want to spend it. And if you want to accept the money, then you have every right to do so. I don't really understand why your parents are so mad at your grandparents. 
Because just because your mom and your dad chose to look past the cheating doesn't mean everyone else has to look past the cheating too. This is especially true if OP's grandparents are his paternal grandparents, because that would mean that Kathy has no blood relation to them. So I can understand why some people would be like, well, hold on. This woman cheated on my son, and now I'm supposed to accept this cheating woman's daughter as my blood relative? Nah, it doesn't work that way. Yes, it would be gracious of them if they did, and they'd be better people if they did accept Kathy, but I can't blame them for not choosing to do that. Opie, I'm giving you and your grandparents 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your parents 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for not defending my wife wanting to attend a funeral with our baby, thus causing her to miss it? My wife and I have a six-month-old baby girl. Due to postpartum anxiety, which she's being treated for, my wife struggles with leaving our daughter with anyone outside of myself or my mother who lives with us. This hasn't been an issue thus far, and as I said, she's in therapy, so little by little, it's been getting better. Unfortunately, my nephew, who's also six months old, passed away a few weeks ago. He had been in poor health since birth, but it's still obviously devastating for the entire family, especially my brother and sister-in-law. They held the services the following weekend. I was in consistent contact with my brother and we were discussing the funeral. He said he knew that it was a lot to ask, but could we please not bring our daughter? I said that I completely understood and didn't even intend to. One, in my opinion, babies don't belong at funerals. Two, this is a funeral for a baby of a similar age. Why would anyone want to bring up that reminder? My brother said that he knows how my wife is about leaving the baby, so they understand if she can't come. Well, my wife became irritated when she found out that I didn't defend her. She reminded me that she doesn't trust anyone to take care of the baby outside of me and my mom, who obviously has to be at the funeral. She doesn't want to miss it either, but also won't agree to leave the baby with anyone else. We have several family members on her side that we're close to, as well as good friends who also have kids. I said, even if she just went to the service and not the gathering afterward, that would just be for like an hour. But she said no. She can't handle the thought of leaving our daughter with anyone else. I said that's understandable and that clearly my brother and sister-in-law would rather her not come if it means not having a baby at the funeral. My wife continued to complain. Finally, I said that she has two choices and she needs to make one. I don't care which. I won't hold it against her either way. One, either allow someone else to watch the baby for an hour, or two, stay home with the baby. She says that I'm not even pretending to be on her side, and I said, I'm not because this isn't even about us. My wife ended up staying home with the baby. When my mother and I returned later that afternoon, she shut us both out. Eventually, she calmed down, but she's made comments here and there, making it clear that she feels I should have tried to convince my brother to let the baby come. Am I the butthole? Okay. The fact that OP's wife wants to bring a six-month-old baby to a six-month-old dead baby's funeral is bonkers. That's insane. It's not just crazy, it's borderline cruel. I don't even understand how she can be upset at you. You did everything right here. You're right. This isn't about her. It's about your brother and his grieving family who lost a child. 
Of course you gotta be there. You're the uncle of the baby who passed away. And you even gave her a choice. You said you get to decide. Either stay home or give the baby to someone else and deal with it for an hour so you can come to the funeral. And she, she's still upset at you? I guess we can probably chalk this up to postpartum depression slash postpartum anxiety. So maybe we can't get too angry at her. But still, her logic here... Well, it's not logic at all. It's it's purely illogical. OP, you get an easy zero out of five buttholes. I'm giving your wife, I don't know, anywhere between 0.5 to three out of five buttholes, depending on if this is a postpartum depression problem or if she's really this selfish and delusional problem. I'm, I'm not really sure which it is. Am I the butthole for not fighting the school to allow my daughter to do cheerleading since the athletic trainer denied her? I'm so tired and I need an outside opinion. The school's athletic trainer, Beth, is a very strict woman. She started two years ago and at the time, I thought that she was just being a B-word on a power trip. But she wasn't. All this time, she was just asking for basic respect. This became really apparent when the school had a meeting about her and went through every single incident with her. They used the camera footage for a lot of the incidents, and it showed that the kids were awful and that she was being professional. The kids were awful, and they really had a tantrum when she was told no. Many times, the kids called Beth names, and this really made me reevaluate my opinion of her. For example, one kid needed to do a balance test and take off their shoes. The kid had a fit and refused to do so. The athletic trainer told her that this was fine, but without taking her shoes off, she can't play. So then, the kid took off her shoes and called Beth some awful names. Not to mention, the kid's parents gave Beth flack for this. Now, my daughter is a sophomore who's 15, and she needs to do a concussion test in the winter. If she doesn't, then she can't do cheerleading. She knew about this, and they had a practice for the thing. Beth gave each person a time to come to her office. My daughter didn't go in for her scheduled time. My daughter came to Beth's office at the end of practice when Beth was packing up. Beth told her no, and I'm embarrassed to say it, but my daughter had a huge fit about it. Beth stood her ground on it and went home. Now Beth is on vacation, and my daughter can't cheer until the concussion test is done. Beth probably won't be back until December, so my daughter is missing a ton of cheer events due to the Thanksgiving fest. My daughter was pissed and wants me to fight the school. I told her no since I saw how she acted. I asked for the footage. I told her that this is what she gets for being inconsiderate to Beth. My wife wants to fight it and both of them think that I'm being huge jerks. OP, your daughter is a cheerleader who bosses people around and expects the world to cater to her. What is she, the villain in some high school movie? Let me guess, she's picking on some girl with glasses and a ponytail who everyone thinks is ugly, but actually, once she takes her glasses off, she'll be the prettiest girl in the school. Yeah, I'm on your side, OP. Actions have consequences. That's one of the many lessons that you learn in school and throughout life in general. People think that being in high school is all about learning math, learning history, learning English, but... I mean, yeah, it is about that, but it's also learning how to follow schedules, learning how to be respectful to people in authority, learning how to make friends, learning how to be at a certain place at a certain time. These are important life skills that you need to learn. Honestly, OP, you have to stand firm here because if you don't, then your daughter's never going to learn this lesson. OP, I'm giving you and Beth 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your daughter 1.5 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for resenting my dead sister all my life? 
For context, I'm a 38-year-old female who got engaged to my now husband last June. My mother has never supported me and was indifferent to the proposal, which I had no problem with. At my wedding, my husband's parents made a beautiful speech that brought me and my husband to tears. When my father and mother got onto the platform, my heart sank as I had the understanding that this speech would have nothing to do with me or my relationship. My mother and my older sister had been in a car accident when I was 12, and my sister didn't make it. It was heartbreaking. Me, my mother, and my father have grieved ever since that day, and I'll never forget my beautiful sister Adelaide and her beautiful smile. My mother had it the worst of us, and separated herself from me and my father ever since, and our relationship has been in shambles. She constantly makes every day, even my birthday, about Adelaide, which always annoyed me slightly, but I always brushed it off as I wanted to be a good daughter. But my wedding day was the last straw. When she got to the platform, she proceeded to take the microphone from my dad. Then, she made a speech about how her one wish in life was to see Adelaide get married and live a beautiful life. She went on about her grieving process and her healing journey at a yoga retreat, not once mentioning my name or my fiancé's. She spoke for about five minutes, and then, in tears, ended the speech with, Now my Sarah gets to live the life that Adelaide deserved, but was taken away too soon. I was absolutely furious, but I didn't want to ruin the day or let her get the best of me, so I didn't make a scene, but I didn't clap either, and neither did my fiancé. After the wedding, I didn't approach her or even speak to her for weeks. I figured she understood why, but yesterday evening, she came to me in my fiancé's apartment demanding answers. I laughed in her face and told her that she should know that her speech was not acceptable at my wedding, and I wanted her to apologize, but she refused, so I just shut the door. Now, my phone is blowing up with calls from both sides of my family. My fiancé's family completely supports me, but my family is, in their words, disgusted by my actions, so am I the butthole? Alright, if my math is correct here, it's been 26 years since the death. Now, I'm not saying that a parent should ever completely get over the death of their child. I'd be in shambles too. But effectively, this mom lost two kids because she lost one to the car accident and then she lost a second one by constantly pushing her away. You'd think that losing one child would make you cherish the other one because it's the only one you have left, so you'd want to invest everything you have into their happiness. Instead, this woman is doing the opposite and stealing OP's happiness. OP, I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving your mom 2 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for slut-shaming a slut-shamer? I'm a 19-year-old woman, and I'm not sexually active by choice. Not for any moral reason, I just want to focus on university without extra complications, and I'd rather my first time be with someone that I care about and feel completely comfortable with. Guys get weird about it whenever intercourse comes up. Either they fetishize it, turn it into a challenge, or lose interest. The guys that get all excited about me having a zero body count are the worst, and it's my number one dating pet peeve. There's this guy, Bob, who hangs around my friend group because he's one of the other guy's roommates. Bob has good moments, but he acts like a major douche canoe when it comes to intercourse. He brags about sleeping with lots of girls, but also looks down on them for being loose. I try to avoid Bob. Anyways, Bob asked me out before Thanksgiving break. Like, two days before that, I heard him talking to one of the guys about a girl that he went on a date with, and he said that he hit it and quit it because he doesn't date sluts. 
So when Bob asked me out, I said no thanks. He pressed me for a reason, and I told him that I heard him talk about all of his hookups and that I don't date sluts. You should have seen the look on his face. He said that it wasn't really that many, and he was exaggerating a little, and that I'm wife material so he's not looking to hook up. I said that if his body count was over zero, then he was too easy to be husband material. Bob lost his mind about it, and the friend group is split. Some think it's hilarious that Bob got a taste of his own medicine. Others think that it's wrong to slut-shame him, even if he is kind of a bellend. OP, what are your friends talking about? So, it's okay for him to slut-shame girls, but it's not okay for you to slut-shame him? Man, what a bunch of sexist hypocrites. OP, you get 0 out of 5 buttholes. I'm giving Bob and his defenders 1 out of 5 buttholes. Am I the butthole for asking my college classmate about her pubic hair? So, last weekend at college, my roommate invited a bunch of people into our dorm, a mix of guys and girls, and we were all drinking, and somehow the conversation got to a point where one of the girls asked me if I was circumcised. I felt the question was invasive and personal, so I responded, what's your pubic hair situation? Trying to give her a taste of her own medicine so that she would see how it feels to be asked an invasive question about your private area. And to be clear, my question was less personal than hers, because hers is a styling decision, which is done of your own volition and easily changeable. As opposed to circumcision, which I had no say in and is very hard to change. My hope was that she would realize that she overstepped the line, but instead she just blushed and ran out of the dorm room. Now my roommate is mad at me and wants me to apologize to her, but I don't think that I did anything wrong here. If she doesn't like having me ask her questions about her private area, then she shouldn't be asking me questions about mine. Was I in the wrong here? No, OP, you weren't in the wrong, but come on, it's college, it's a co-ed situation, people are hanging out, you should have just said, would you like to check? So I'm giving you 0 out of 5 buttholes, I'm giving her 1 out of 5 buttholes. I'm also giving your roommate 0 out of 5 buttholes because since he invited people he was the host and he's probably trying to bang her to be honest, so I don't think he's out of line for asking you to apologize. That was r slash am I the butthole and if you like this content be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new reddit podcast episodes every single day.